Welcome to Fourth Times the Charm. Happy Thanksgiving. I am your producer, Ben, alongside the man I am thankful for, our oh. director, Matt, and you are watching Fourth Times the Tizzity Charm, the only podcast where for the last 26 episodes now, we have provided a new concept, and uh, Matt... After today's episode, we will yep. have had half a year's worth of episodes. I feel like at this point, we've graduated out of the just doing this to hang out with each other mm -hmm. podcast type. And now we're just an unsuccessful podcast. Yeah, That's a we, big step. We've transcended. We've transcended from a, a podcast that shouldn't exist to one that does. And, you know, that doesn't determine quality. But what it does determine is our dedication. And that means in a couple years, we'll have more than one biggest fan. We we're, might even have 10. Think about that. We are, yeah, we are past the point of this is kind of stupid. And now we're just like, ah. Now, now, we are, now we are underground. That's what yeah. we are. Yeah, you know, we're like the black metal I listen to dedicated hard to find but once you're there you really got to have a taste for what you're listening to or you're not going to enjoy it but we're we're just the right kind of niche ben and you know what i'm thankful for this year is that we're allowed to be niche that's what this world needs more exceedingly niche unique mildly off-putting people talking about cool shit on the internet so i was actually listening to i think it was episode six. Oh god why from because i was taking some clips from it when i was editing last week and oh my god the audio quality was so much worse i mean it's still not perfect now i mean but yeah, we're not making enough money how, to get perfect yeah audio. but hearing how far we've come like this is a serviceable podcast audio it's mm -hmm. just like five percent lower than i would like it to be because our mics aren't the best quality or mine isn't at least well and we're also using free audio editing software which yeah we're using you know, free audio editing software shout out to audacity and, uh, though for being the the king of audio yeah, well, equipment the the big issue the biggest issue is that we're not neither of us have an actual room to record this in like you have a room but it's not soundproofed, and there's there's none of that gimmickry. Yeah, we're we're still very bootleg, but uh, we're still doing much, this the classic way. Yes, we are we are still very classic underground black metal. Uh, no, I think I, we're not full underground black metal. If we were on our first six episodes, we're true cult black yes. metal. Now we're yeah. in like. We've released a couple albums. Some people know who we are. Is is this the sellout? No, no, no. That's era? episode. That's that's when we get to episode 100 and we have our first sponsor. That that's when the podcast is done. Man, if we get a sponsor, if anyone wants to send us like a dollar, we will sponsor yeah. literally anything you propose, so long as it's not something that's genuinely real life offensive. I actually have not necessarily a sponsorship, um, but, but but like there must be out. an exchange of money. Yeah, if you want an actual sponsorship sp uh, plug on the show, we will accept your offers. You can contact us on Instagram um, at Fourth Times the Charm Official. Uh, I do have an actual shout out though over on our Instagram. Uh, I made a post challenging people to try to to determine the 
uh, story behind our last uh, Instagram post for, before, uh, for our last episode. And uh, one of our intrepid viewers actually figured it out. Um, it's a good friend of mine from high school who I believe does occasionally actually listen to our podcast. Um, so shout out to you, Kevin. Uh, my friend Kevin is a fantastic artist and illustrator. Um, he does primarily uh, very line-driven, hand-drawn uh, black and white work. Um, that has a tremendously kind of icky old school death metal vibe to it, um, but also does some tremendous uh, other work as well. It's great with shapes and details. Um, you can find him on Instagram at the Nameless Mist. Uh, if you're looking for album artwork or uh, cover art for something, uh, it's definitely worth checking out. If you uh, subscribe to um, Midwest Morning, the uh, death metal uh, zine, uh, you'll have seen his work. Um, you can also check out his debut album uh, that Ben and I will be reviewing as part of our uh, end of year wrap up, um, the Tree Crusher uh, demo. You can find it on uh, Bandcamp at, by searching Tree Crusher. It's Has the... he listened to our other episodes? He knows how I review things, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. he knows what he made too. Um, the uh, it's it's grindcore and noise. So it's uh, interesting to get into, but uh, I, I'm if, actually more excited knowing that than than I yeah, would be otherwise. It's worth it. So uh, check out Kevin on Instagram, the Nameless Mist. He has links to his music, and you can see all of his art there. Um, I don't think he's on any other platforms, uh, but you can check it out. Um, another quick shout out, and we we you will get a formal review of this uh, up, uh, upon our end of your wrap up as well. Um, is the new Gone Mage album. Uh, Gone Mage is an incredible band. You guys have heard me all talk about as uh, multiple times, but his new album, uh, Sudden Deluge, is out on Bandcamp. Um, I was able to contribute some vocals for the album, which is really fucking cool that he did that. And <laughs> Now, my vocals are better than that, but arguably much worse. Um, so check it out. Uh, that's on Bandcamp as well. Give them, give them some purchases. Help an independent I, so, artist. So I listened to uh, two songs because I think he sent out two songs as like a teaser. Two songs right, were available the... on on Bandcamp to people who didn't have a download code like I did. Uh, okay. So I listened to those two songs, mm -hmm. and I know that he ranks sort of middling in my mid year roundup with his yeah. last album. But the two songs I listened to were, I, I felt like he realized the vision he wanted in the album before that. I really liked both of them. So I'm really excited to see how the whole album sounds. Yeah, there's an interesting discussion to be had on uh, per, uh, band and artist progression. Um, I think something that uh, this album shows, kind of like how you see in like the career of someone like John Carpenter, um, you know, to a point until he got terrible again, but there's a clear evolution throughout the piece. And, and this man, Gary has, I think released eight releases this year. Um, he has other bands called, uh, Sallow Moth and Gone Mage, Levirm, Carnier, uh, and a bunch of others. Uh, check them out on Instagram as well. Um, highly recommend Is the new album. Is he one man and, band for all of those? Like, huh? And they're just different sides of him or does he work with other people on those other bands? Uh, so, uh, some of them are, are just different sides of him. Um, his two recent other black metal releases were all by himself. Uh, Gone Mage is a solo project. Um, Solomouth, Mouth, I believe, is also a solo project, which is a death metal, uh, really awesome death metal group. Um, but his other band is with another friend of his, uh, where he first explored 
the chiptune sound that led into the Gone Major's creation, uh-huh. which is Nier. Um, but I'll acquiesce because uh, eventually we might talk to that man on this podcast and we'll get into all the nitty gritty then. The, the other thing that's happened uh, recently is, uh, Ben, you went to a little event um, out in New York City. I took my fiance Rebecca, to her first WWE event, uh, the 2021 Survivor Series. A.K.A. the I, one that does not matter. I've disliked WWE off and on for years now, so I feel bad just picking it apart again. We don't need to pick it apart, but uh, we can give our general the, thoughts. The... the it, it, it just wasn't a good show. It was pretty boring. It was pretty meh. Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair had an excellent match. As they do. The, 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 the only thing I really feel like is worth discussing. Okay. Be, because it was the only thing that I, I really feel like is different that can contribute to this conversation. Is that there were two sections, the front two rows, at Barclays Center where the show mm-hmm. was that had names on them when were deliberately reserved for company executives to go to. That's so late. It was on camera. There too, was right? off camera, off camera there. Okay. W- yeah. But like they had actual paper placards there and Nick Khan, who's like the COO or chief, he's the president something officer, the president, the president of WWE. He was, he was there sort of holding court throughout the show. All these people who've wow. never seen wrestling before were gawking and looking at the people and that's disturbing yeah there was also a side area a vip entrance where they had an actual banner up for the wwe upfronts which upfronts are normally referred to for new seasons of television as like a preview of new shows coming uh this year so i don't know why you'd be doing an upfront in late november that's but fucking weird. Between that and the obnoxious product placement between DraftKings, Pizza Hut, The Rock's new movie where he couldn't be bothered to show up. Why would he? Why would um, you show up for that fucking show? Also, he couldn't. But um, he he tweeted for he sent an Instagram post from L.A. like that day. So, oh, really? He said it was yeah. because he was in like fucking Australia or something making. A I movie. don't know. Maybe maybe he's kayfabing being in L.A. Who knows? I think he is because everything I've heard was the reason he could he could have never been there is because he was in. He was he would have had a quarantine. He couldn't do but, it. But I mean, every single match had an advertisement or a sponsor or something and it's exhausting it's truly not a show meant for people and it's it it was sad in a way yeah listening to this dead silent crowd and you know matt that they're actively dubbing crowd noise over oh we on live shows we like heard the it's fake really is, this bad. is awesome chant i've ever heard in my life watching no, uh, watching no, it this, at home the this is awesome chant was i think was probably real because they were Which a few one? throughout the night okay but but they were so lethargic and just people were sitting on their hands dead silent yeah well no uh, they, 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 they this was awesome chant was going and they cut to the to the crowd and you could see everyone in the first like five rows sitting still not moving no that was the main event and and i know that was a real chant because that was there i i was like wow this is the most anemic this is awesome yeah, chant it I've sounded fake <laughs> there was a guy who tried playing with a whistle they tried starting the wave they started cm punk and AEW chants but beyond that the the crowd 
was just as lifeless too. Someone made the comment that WWE's turned into the last 20 years of the Simpsons. Yeah. It's like the zombie Simpsons. And it, that really is it. It's just sad that the wrestlers aren't treated right. The Mm storylines aren't good. The wrestling's fine, but there's no purpose. Rebecca really only watches AEW or they never have screwy finishes. Oh yeah. Everything was bullshit for her. She goes to this show. It took three matches to get to one that had a clean finish and that was the first survivor series match that featured in it a double count out another count out i think like a disqualification so even that really wasn't clean clean you had to go halfway through the card to have something that didn't end in cheating or a dq or a count out yeah, that's it's, so depressing. It's just a draining show. They're selling the company. It's obvious they're selling, or they're at least trying to sell, and we're all going to be worse off for it. And if you thought WWE was bad, just wait until they have a new corporate overlord that's going to send it out of business in 10 years. But ben, Triple the H, go buy the NWA please it's the only hope we have at having a third major competitor it'll never happen it's just depressing yeah really just depressing well let's let's get out of sad town and let's move over to a very happy subject are you ready for this ben so our biggest fan brennan has uh come to us with a discussion question and uh that i don't feel either of us are fully qualified to answer but i'm very curious what you come up with um he also watched the movie raw um and gave it a a warm review um so this is another shout out for that and if uh once tiatan or titane however you say it um becomes available on streaming services or to purchase physically uh go watch that as well uh, but he- are you ready for this discussion question ben yeah shoot he wrote, it's well written as well bob dylan was an influential artist not just because of his songwriting but because he broke down the barriers of traditional good singers in pop music. This paved the way for artists like Nirvana and many others who sing with emotion rather than singing with technical proficiency. However, this seems to be mainly accepted for male vocalists. Female vocalist singers in these genres are often still technically proficient, even if they may sing in a different style. Can you think of any female vocalists who break this mold? who might be the pioneers in breaking down the walls of good female vocal uh, female singers in popular music. I thought that was a absolutely fascinating question from Brendan. That's um, a really good question, but I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> um, the, the one answer, Brendan, I will give you, um, and I'm sure there are more, um, but I think from like a big popular standpoint, and while this, this singer is technically proficient, to an extent, um, I think she had a more gruff, unique style of singing, um, and it, it was really a catalyst for a lot of this, uh, a lot of the female vocalists that came after. Um, it would have to be Janis Joplin. Um, to me, Janis Joplin is a tremendous singer, but not the most technical singer. Um, I think also uh, the singer, the female singer that is prevalent in the Creedence Clearwater Revival. Um, she also, who's, her name escapes me at the moment, is a fantastic singer, um, but it but provides a lot more emotion than technical craft. Um, and outside of popular music, of course, there are many examples, but those are the two I'd give you, Brennan. Um, let us know if you agree or disagree. 
And at the end of the episode, Ben will have another task for you to complete. Unless someone else wants to supplant Brennan as our biggest fan. And they can do so by reaching out to us on either Reddit. You can find Ben on Reddit if you do all the, the secret looking that is necessary. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Um, you can find uh, me on Instagram or, or occasionally, I think, maybe Twitter. Or you can comment on our SoundCloud because um, we check those. And uh, use the passphrase Joplin Spider. Sure. Yeah, that's a reference. All right. Well, Matt, I tortured you last week. Are you oh. ready to torture me? Oh, I'm getting back. This is this is a, a repeat challenge on a podcast where we do a new concept every week. Ben and I are hidden back in an old one uh, for a, a repeat of what Ben did to me last week. And I'm going to redeem myself from our initial failure. Um, last week I think was a, a second times the charm kind of situation. Now let's see if we can hit it out of the park for the third time. Ben hit the music. Whoa, 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 whoa. Welcome everybody to a wonderful journey around the world where we are going to explore the depths, the heights, the lows and the blows of the world in Around the world in 20 questions. Yay. Where woo, cheer and applause is ample. A podcast where a podcast where your two co-hosts challenge one another to a geography challenge. In this episode, Ben is gonna have to try to identify 10 different countries based on four fun facts and up to 20 questions. Now, not just 20 questions, Ben's also gonna have 30 minutes to find all of these countries. And for each one he misses, we will lambast him. We will lambast him profusely. Um, now, as we learned from last week and my anger and willingness to um, subvert the game, um, there you are only allowed one con- a continent question throughout the entire time. If the fun facts don't help you, you can inquire about hemispheres because that's the largest, larger geographic region. Um, and you cannot ask, uh, and I can refuse to answer questions that um, give you the name of the country, uh, whether it's asking for the currency or the national language. Um, from there, all other questions besides what what is the name of the country and what countries are next to it um, are allowed. So, Ben, when you're ready, I'll start the timer. Are you Not ready to go it. around the world in 20 questions? Yeah. Woo. Yeah. All right. I got 30 minutes on the clock. Ben, are you ready? Ready. All right. And three, two, one. We are ready. Your first country, Ben, is one of the most powerful nations in the world. It has drastic diversity in its different biomes presented across itself. It touches two oceans. And is one of the most fun places to be. Those are your fun facts. Oceans. One of the most fun places to be. Okay, two oceans. Is it Russia? It is not Russia. Okay. Um, Is it America? You're damn right it is. America's number one. That's why they're the first on the list. And that's your gimme answer of the whole thing. Because from here on out, 
We're going to Foxville for bed. All right, question oh, no. number two. This country is only one th 165,000 square kilometers or 64,000 square miles. It is the smallest sovereign state in its continent. Fuck you, it, Matt. It has a population of 575,990 people. Its primary exports are boratine, gold, petroleum, and art, um, agricultural products. And it has indigenous settlements dating back to 3000 BCE. Is it the Western Sahara? It is not the Western Sahara. Okay, is it in Africa? Uh, it is not in Africa, and that is your one continent question of the episode. Okay, you made that a lot, a lot tougher there. Oh, I told you, um, I'm making it hard. This is for pain. Yeah, I, I suppose. Come on, um, Ben. Is it within driving distance from India? It is not within driving distance from India. And I'll give you a bonus fact. There is no way to drive here from India. Okay. Um, what, what currency do they use? Uh, the currency has the name of the country in it. Okay. Um, how long have they been a sovereign state? Ooh, great question. They, they declared independence in 1954 from the netherlands the kingdom of the netherlands okay um do they touch the atlantic ocean or the pacific ocean um what the the atlantic ocean okay i always fuck up the two but it's the atlantic how many words are in their name one Barbados? No, but good guess. Grenada. It is not Grenada. Dominica? It is not Dominica. Fuck. Is it connected to other countries or is it on its own? It is connected to other countries. It is bordered by three countries. Suriname? You are correct, Suriname. <laughs> Uh, Suriname is a that's, beautiful country. Th that's uh, three, Matt. Your goal was to make me not get past four. That's so. two. You got USA so there, and Suriname. Two, yeah. Number three. I probably shouldn't have put the heart those hardest ones later, um, but we're going. Number three. This country, it uh, used to have many different names throughout history. Of course. Um, it is known for its spices, especially. <laughs> that, cinnamon. that means it's in Europe. It, uh, prehistoric humans settled oh, this this location at, dating back to 125,000 years ago, and it has the second highest per capita income for its continent of association. Ben, okay, begin with so your questions. Um, is it connected to bodies of water, or is it landlocked? It is connected to bodies of water. Okay, how many bodies of water? Um, uh, that's an interesting question. Uh, it is connected to two seas. Is it Iran? It is not Iran. Okay. Is it driving distance to Iran? Um, if you took, 
there is a bridge there. Um, technically, it might take you a while, but you'll get there. Okay, so that means it's not quite nearby. What language do they speak there? Um, that has the name of the country in it. At least I'm, I'm, I'm fairly confident that that is true. Yeah, it does. Okay. Oh, actually, uh, they, they, they have two national languages. One is, uh, Tamil and the other one is Sinhala. Okay. Uh, how big's the country? It is small. You, do you want the exact size? No, I don't need the okay. exact size. What 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 were your fun facts again? What what are they? It is it is it used to have many different names. It is known for its spices, especially cinnamon. And uh, prehistoric humans settled here as as early as uh, 125,000 years ago, and has the second highest per capita income in its continent. United Arab Emirates. Incorrect. Fuck. Cinnamon, cinnamon, cinnamon. Cinnamon. Um, I thought that was going to be a dead giveaway. I'm going to be honest. I know, but it's like... if you, uh, Whatever one of these you get before Ben, let us know on Instagram. Uh, Egypt? If you get these, not Egypt. I like that guess, though. Just out okay. of pure, pure interest, not out of necessarily how close it is to the other country. Um, what what type of government do they have there right now? Ooh, that is a fantastic question. Um, they are a uh, democracy. Well, it, it is referred to as the Constitution of the Democratic Socialist Republic of the country. And that was written in 1978. Eritrea? Uh, no, I didn't even know that was a country. Okay, so it's it's like a name country. It's a country. Um, it's a country that has a level of prominence. Hmm. When was the last time they changed their name? Ooh. Um. I'm not sure. I believe in in 1796. Would you like another hint, Ben? Yes. Yes, I would. It is an island nation. Okay, that really changes things. Um, Got two island. C's. I can give you one of its previous names. Yeah. This might give it away, but its previous name was Ceylon. Ceylon? I don't. I think oh, I'm saying. Oh, like Ceylon. Yeah, oh, I'm not gonna spell um, it, so you can't Google it. Um, shit. They are I, famous for many other spices as well. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, uh, Malaysia. No. Philippines. Warmer. Colder. Sri Lanka. Correct, Sri Lanka okay. it is. God, that was hard. Yep, and that and that's what, like many clues. What what's the, what's the other sea it was connected to? It's connected to the Bay of Bengal, the Arabian Sea, and the Indian Ocean. Uh, I guess I should have said the I, I 
Well, it's also next to the uh, Lakadav Sea, which is off the southern coast of India, just below it. It's what, oh, it, the, in the area that... between the Maldives and Sri Lanka is considered the Lakadav Sea, and the Arabian Sea technically um, wraps around oh, the coast. Okay, that that sea didn't show up on my map, so yeah, I didn't I didn't want to say it's on a bay because I didn't. All know right, how... keep going, keep going. All right, I'm, I'm delaying. All right, this next country's fun facts are gonna be light. Um, this country is famous for its mountains. Lots of religion is done in the country. It has a federal parliamentary republic. And people first settled here 30,000 years ago. Okay, is it a warm country or a cold country? Uh, I... Warm in the mountains, cold in... Uh, well, cold in the mountains, warm pretty much everywhere else. Okay, uh, it, is it near the equator? Uh, I'd say it is, uh, no. Is it landlocked? Yes. Does it touch Brazil? No. Okay. Nepal. Fucking Christ, got it in one. All right. All right, now for the challenge level to I, begin. I was like, there's only so many countries that are connected to mountains, that are known for mountains. Yeah, that was, that was the, I mean, a lot of the countries in that area, it could have been like Nepal or Bhutan. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. But yeah, all right, next one. This is, uh, this country is largely uninhabited. Um, they speak the language of Nukufalolafa. It gained independence in 1970. And was first settled between fifteen hundred between fifteen hundred and a thousand BC. Okay, uh, who did they get uh, independence from? Uh, Britain. Okay, are they connected to water or landlocked? Connected to water. Okay, I I, I gotta stop doing that, but that's like one of the easiest ways to. Pare it's a good it question. I mean, I asked every time. Is it a landlocked yeah. nation? Um, what language do they speak? I told or, you no, that. They no, speak Nuku Alufa. Nuku Alufa. Oh, no, that's the name of the capital. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, well, what language do they speak then? They have two official languages. One of them is English, and the other one has the name of the country in it. How many countries are they connected to? <laughs> None. Oh, so it's an island then. All right. Correct. That, the British conquered it, so that's kind of their thing. Yeah. Francis so. Magellan sailed by this island, but never stopped on it. Let's see. Look for my, my, my Magellan fans out there. Uh, can you boat to Cuba from there within a day? No. Okay. That is so a great way of ruling out the Caribbean. Yep. Okay, so well, that means it's... The Northern Caribbean. Just get a fast boat. You can, you can make it there from the Southern Caribbean? I guess, yeah. You might die on the waves, but... Man, one of the... One of the what, 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 are their, what are their exports? Uh, Tourism. <laughs> Just tourism. Not a lot of people live here. Tourism. Um, 
Are they one island or multiple islands? Uh, multiple. It's an archipelago. Uh, okay. Is it the Philippines? It is not the Philippines. Okay. <laughs> to more or less. Uh, they mostly sell fish. Just figuring that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of <laughs> figured at this point. And it looks like it's partially a tax haven. Okay. Uh, what's the weather like there? Hot and uh, watery. Okay, so I know the area I need to be looking at here. Uh, how big is it? It's tiny. Solomon Islands? No. Okay. Do I, I believe, aren't the Solomon Islands in overseas territory? Uh, very possibly. Um, Fiji? No, but you're getting warm. Uh, are, are there wrestlers from this country? Uh, I, I'll say yes, but I'm not 100% sure. Tonga? Damn right, Tonga. It's Tonga yeah. time, baby. There, there was the Tonga kid, and most famously from the Isle of Tonga, Haku. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, Tonga's right. a really cool place. It's really beautiful, a set of volcanic islands, part of the Ring of Fire. All right, uh, next one. What, next what, what's one. What's my time looking up? You got 15 minutes left. You're halfway okay. through, and we're one, All two. Right. We're halfway through the country. So, so if you stay at this pace. I think you'll right, get we'll it. Keep, keep, keep it going. We'll see. All right. This next country has a population of 17.5 million. Okay. It claims about 1,250,000 square kilometers of Antarctica. Um, it okay. gained its independence in 1810. Has an area of... Wait. Oh, the air, uh, area has been inhabited um, for 18,500 years. And it has a famous historic roads. What are they called? They I don't know the name. I don't think well, they, they don't have like a... It's like not one historic road. It's a set of roads. Okay. What language do they speak? Um, I'm one of... They speak... Um, they, it is a multilingual country, but their national language is Spanish. Okay. Uh, what's their currency? Their currency is... Where'd it go? I had this written down. Oh, um, I can't say. Okay. Um, let's see. Um... How far are they from Antarctica? Uh, part of the country is very close. Okay. Including their overseas territories. Let's see. I have my, my work phone is going crazy right now, but I can't find it. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. All right. Ah. Well, I, I guess I'm going to let that go. Um, is it uh, Brazil? It is not Brazil. Argentina. It is not Argentina. Chile? 
It is Chile! Yeah, all right. One awesome. of the countries I want to visit the most and have not gone to. I yeah, that'd love be awesome. Chile. We should all take an adventure down to Patagonia. All right, next up, we're taking a trip around the whole world to somewhere completely different. In this country, that has a pop Brazil has a population of six million. Has one of the oldest oasis cities in the world, and is and at a time was the biggest city in the world. The country is widely criticized for its poor human rights, and was conquered in 1897. Later, not getting independence until 1991. So human rights violations just became free, a big oasis country, a big oasis area, old country, right? Yeah, close enough. Okay. Is it connected to the Mediterranean Sea? No. Okay. What type of government do they have? Um, a bad one. Thanks. Um, you know, and oddly, you know, their their type of government doesn't come up very often. Okay, um, okay. Well, here, let me ask instead. Then, um, what is their annual GDP? Ooh, good question. Annual GDP is a hundred and 12.659 billion. I feel like that's pretty medium. That doesn't seem too amazing. Yeah, that, that's based on their uh, purchasing power parity. Their uh, GDP nominally is 42 billion. About $7,000 okay, per capita. Okay, that's really low then. So then... Oh, it has a parliamental constitution. Okay. The shortest part of their Wikipedia page. Um, what? I'm, I'm trying to avoid asking the same question here. Yeah, I, appre I appreciate your tenacity to ask a diverse set of questions. Um, what's their size? Uh, I'd say medium-small. Okay. Or medium. I'd say medium in the grand scheme of how big other countries are. Medium. Okay. Would you gain anything by... Would you gain anything in this country by speaking Spanish? No. Okay. It's a great so question. I, th I think it's somewhere... In either... I think it's somewhere Middle Easty. We'll have to find out. Yeah. Thanks, Dumbass. Um, you didn't ask me a question. You made a statement. Uh, what's a notable war they were recently in? Ah, that's not a world war. Um, the probably their their most recent war would be their war for their uh their war for independence from their previous conquerors. And who was that? The Soviet Union. Oh, okay. Um, how many uh, bodies of water are they connected to? A one. One, okay. One body of water. Pakistan? It is not Pakistan. Okay, damn it. It's 
not Saudi Arabia because that's two. Yemen's two. Oman's two. Well, actually, Oman's one, but I haven't heard any news about Oman. Um, is it a peninsula? No. I don't... No. It's not. Okay, what's the name of their current leader? <laughs> um... Uh, or, or what's what's the position they hold? He is a president. His name is Gumbagli Makili Ayamwik Burdim Hamado. Yep. Great. Uh, okay. The deputy the de the deputy chairman of the country, which is a concerning thing to have, is Rasit Owen. Galadwick Murado. Okay. You have eight minutes left. Shit. Um. Uh, what language do they speak? Uh, they speak uh, Turkmen. Okay. They Is also speak Turkey? Russian. <laughs> it's not Turkey. Georgia. It's not Georgia. Which I love that that's a country and a city. Yeah. Um, do they have more than three syllables in their name? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they have four. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uzbekistan? No. That's not Tajikistan. connected. Tajikistan? No. Also, Uzbekistan isn't connected to a body of water. God damn it. Ne Neither is Tajikistan. Those are both landlocked countries. Somalia? It's not Somalia. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm having a hard time here. I don't think Somalia was conquered by the USSR. I could be wrong on that one. <laughs> big, big, big true, though. I, shit. You were I very close. You have named bordering countries. Armenia? No. Azerbaijan. No, I'm going to give you five more questions, Ben. Bulgaria? Nope. Four questions Romania. Left. Nope. You're getting farther Jesus away. Jesus Christ. <laughs> do, do, do you want a hint? Sure. Uh, it's on the Caspian Sea. Caspian Sea. I can't. My map doesn't have the Caspian Sea on it, man. <laughs> what? Where is the Caspian Sea? I, it's it's not on my map here. Just tell me. It's north of Saudi Arabia, and it's not the Black Sea. <laughs> oh, so in that little Two. area by like Qatar and Bahrain and Iran. Um. I don't see Qatar. Uh, kinda. It's near Iran. It borders Iran. We got one question left. So I said Armenia, Azerbaijan. Uh, it's not Afghanistan. Nope. Because it's on a body of water. Yep. It's not Turkmenistan. Turkmen is it Turkmenistan? It is Turkmenistan. Okay, great. Move on. Five minutes left. All right. Uh, going in a completely different direction when it comes to human rights. 
Um, this country has also had multiple names throughout history. And a gimme hint is that it was a part of the Holy Roman Empire. It is ranked 12th in the UN's Inequality Adjustment human, of Human Development and 24th in the World Bank Human Capital Index ahead of the United States. And it has a population of 10,700,000. Okay. Um, how big are they? Small. Okay, but like proportion to other countries in that Medium. continent. Okay. Um, what currency do they use? Uh, they use the... Um, why doesn't it fucking tell... Oh, they... Oh, uh, the, uh, the Corna. Corna. Are they landlocked? Yes. Serbia? No. Okay. Um... Uh, whose side were they on in World War II? Uh, I think they were, they were, um, uh, independent at the time. Independent in World War II. Okay. I don't think they got involved. But they have human rights issues. Um, they are landlocked. Slovakia? No. Chechia? You're correct. Chechia or the Czech okay, Republic or Bohemia. Next. Uh, our next country has an area of just 160 square kilometers, has a population of 38,000. Liechtenstein. Correct. Uh, um, the bonus round, you have made it to the b -b 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 bonus round with three oh, minutes that, remaining. Was that 10? That was nine. Okay, so this 10. Is the, Let's do it. This is the 10th one. With the fewest hints, this is a self-governing archipelago as part of another nation. It hovers around, it, it, temperatures hover around 54 degrees in the summer and 41 degrees in the winter, and only 53,000 people live here. Okay, so... Just like you, Ben, this one's technically not a country. Are they a territory of another country? Technically, they're oh, they are they are a um, they are a um, like a vassal of that country. And what country is that? Denmark. Okay, Denmark. As of recent. Are they closer to uh, the North or South Pole? Uh, North Pole. Okay. Two minutes remaining. Um. Shit. <laughs> I, I I don't think this is on my map. Is it, it is Jan Mayan? No. Are you using Google Maps? Yeah, you told me to. I'm. I can. I'm. I'm literally looking at it right now on Google Maps. It's even got oh, its God, own. I, you can zoom out pretty far list. and still see it. Really. I mean, not that far, but far enough. Um, the Gulf Stream passes through this nation. Greenland? Not Greenland. It's I islands, right? 
It is an island. I, as I said, it, it doesn't... The average winter temperature is 41 degrees, and the average summer temperature is 54 degrees. So Navaya a, Zimlia? Where the fuck is that? Is my Sweden. No, it's not that. The, the, the Faroe Islands? With one minute and five Woo! seconds remaining. We have gone around the world yeah. in 20 questions with Ben. Yes, it is the Faroe Islands. Um, notorious for recently killing like 60 dolphins. Oh, um, that's not good. What, what what else is this area known for? Uh, they just... It's really beautiful. They're, it's functionally an ecological um, like sanctuary because of how remote it is. Um, it, it's 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 cons- it's consistently famous for being considered like a very mystical place to the uh, um, Scandinavian people. Um, it looks it looks like it it was like it used to be a giant mountain range that was shattered in the ocean. Um, so it has super unique um, um, geography across the whole nation. Um, really unique temperatures, seeing as it, it never really gets above. 60 degrees and never gets below freezing pretty much all year um and it's been a really important uh location for the uh for the norwegian people who originally found it and the danish people who now uh the danish kingdom because i always forget they're still a monarchy um uh own it now as a territory uh it's also really fucking beautiful and i really 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 want to go there Um, i kind of want to live there when i retire because it's quiet kill dolphins yeah, they do kill dolphins. Well, it's like a, it's like a, how, how to put this nicely? It's a, it's a local tradition, so they're allowed to, um, where they wade, um, they like lead a bunch of dolphins into, um, like, uh, like low, low depth water, and then they kill them with swords. Oh, that's that's. Um, and brutal. they've been doing it for hundreds of years. Oh yeah. Oh oh, sorry, I got the number wrong. Um, they killed over 1,400 dolphins in one day. Um, dolphin Oh, you said they killed 60. I was wrong. I said 1,400. I, I named oh, a no. number that, that to me was like, would have been inappropriate enough. <laughs> um, it's part of their tradition. They've been, they're allowed to, um, they're one of the few countries that's allowed to hunt dolphins and whales to some extent because of it's like. If they're if it's made illegal, the country would fall apart. Um, oh, okay. And they usually do this every year, but this year was a dramatic um, increase because I think a lot more dolphins than they expected show up. And there's some. Um, I I probably won't post the picture on our Instagram, uh, but there are some photos um, put out by uh, Sea Shepherd on on Twitter. Uh, where you can see the uh, the bay in which they killed all these dolphins and literally almost turning completely red with blood. I mean, that's metal, but like we it's don't super want metal, metal at up. the expensive dolphins. Yeah, yeah, Fuck. It's, it's really it's really sad. Uh, that's like that's like slaughtering like apes, you know? Yeah, because how smart they are. It's legal but yeah. not popular, according to the article damn uh the, yeah the danish the danish uh mp said uh i'm trying to i'm trying to see if uh still he defended the hunt which he said was humane if done in the right way <laughs> here I, we're gonna get ben's raw how, reaction how, how to this political photo. here ben all right i'm sending you i don't want to see the photo here there's the photo 
I don't want to see it. It's from a distance. You don't see the actual dolphin. Yo, that's metal as fuck. Right? That's an album cover. That's an album cover. But, it, but that's fucked shit. up. Yeah, that's real, too. That's not even all the they're dolphins. They're just bathing themselves in blood. Well, they're harvesting. Absolute animals. Yeah, the killing wow. of dolphins and the pilot whale is rarely a quick pharaoh, uh, as quick as the Phrygian government is. Oh, it's called the it's called the Grinderhab, as 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 That's a local as a local said, name. turns into a drawn out, often disorganized massacre. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it. Good lord. Yeah, and they were all killed in front of their relatives while they said <laughs> uh, they're killed in front of their relatives while beached on sand, rocks, or just struggling in shallow water. They should probably move elsewhere if I was the dolphin. Yeah, you'd think, but then they get murdered by other people, unfortunately. Damn. That's yeah, so life. around the world in 20 questions. Yeah, um, happy Thanksgiving, not... everybody. Yeah, well, be Thanksgiving. Thanks. You know what I'm thankful for this year, Ben? That you're not a dolphin. Yeah, I'm not a fucking dolphin. Um, and that I live in a country that, that if they are going to murder dolphins, they wouldn't have done it legally. That's right. And so, well, so Ben, I, th- I think this was another successful episode. Um, I agree. Of around the world in we, twenty questions, we're gonna we run gotta out of get countries. other people in. We, we, no, we gotta get other people in on this. Yeah, we got. Yeah, I think we gotta we gotta do an episode with Rebecca. Um, and I think I think if we did this with Kyle, I think he'd get three countries. Be nice. Uh, so far, I think I'm in the lead with a minute seventeen to spare. I, what I had thirty seconds left last time. You had seventeen seconds left, and I think you said here I had like a minute twelve or something right. like that. I was, my fun facts were very useful. They were, they were, we, we sort of fit your first one, sort of a mulligan because we were figuring it out as we went along. Yeah. I don't think anyone's ever going to beat Malta, the, the world record holder, Malta, any percent. (laughs) Yeah. We're, we're going to have to have summoning salt on to discuss these, uh, the speed running strategies for around the world in 20 questions. So thank you everyone for listening for the last 26 episodes, half a year in and and ben has a special task for our biggest fans out there ben what's that special task for them to bring us for next week's episode just just use the code message us and have a beautiful holiday weekend tell us what you're thankful for and tell us how thankful you are that for the last 26 episodes, you've listened to Fourth Times the Chums. Good afternoon. Follow us on Instagram. Hit us up. 